Muhammad, his character and beauty, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Chapter 1, his lineage and noble names. Section 1, the Prophet's lineage, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is our master Muhammad, the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The son of Abdullah, the son of Abdul Muttalib, the son of Hashim, the son of Abdul Manaf, the son of Qusay, the son of Kilab, the son of Murrah, the son of Ka'b, the son of Lu'ay, the son of Ghalib, the son of Fihr, the son of Malik, the son of Nadr, the son of Kinana, the son of Khuzayma, the son of Mudrika, the son of Ilyas, the son of Mudar, the son of Nizar, the son of Ma'ad, the son of Adnan. And up to here, there is a consensus among the Ummah of the Prophet ﷺ that this is his lineage. And after that, there's consensus also um, uh, that he goes from there to Ismail salam, And from there, it's, it's not really known from Adnan until Ismail salam. Uh, who are the intermediaries? There's difference of opinion, there's so and so. But up to Adnan, there is uh, full agreement in that. Uh, Abdul Muttalib, who's mentioned in the chain uh, of the Prophet ﷺ's lineage, is uh, actually, his name is Shayba. And, you know, he became known as Abdul Muttalib as a result of some of the history behind it. Basically, long story short, his uncle, Al-Muttalib, went to Medina and found that he was alive after his father had passed away. And when he brought him back to Mecca, they, the people of Mecca didn't know that this son of Al-Muttalib's brother was alive, Shaiba. And so when he came with him, they thought that he was a servant that that Al-Muttalib had, had a slave or a servant that Al-Muttalib had brought back with him. And so they started to call this young man Abdul Muttalib. And the nickname thereafter stuck. But his actual name is Shayba. And he was the son of Hashim. And Hashim's actual name was Amr. So you see how people have nicknames. And Hashim's actual name was Amr. They called him Hashim because he was known to break the bread that was distributed to the Hajjaj, the people who would make pilgrimage to Mecca uh, in the in the pre-Islamic period even, that he would distribute the bread to them and as in his capacity as the host of those people and the one responsible for feeding them, he would break the bread with his own hands. And so he became known as Hashim, which is the one who crumbles. So his actual name is Amr, but he became known as Hashim. This is the noblest of all lineages. Al-Abbas radiallahu anha, anhu reported that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah created mankind and placed in me their finest group, placed me in their finest group. And then he chose the best of the tribes and placed me the finest tribe. Then he chose the best of the households and placed me in the finest household. Thus, I am the best of them in soul and the best of them in household. Ibn Umar reported that the Messenger of Allah said, Verily, Allah appraised His creation and chose from them the sons of Adam, and from them He chose the Arabs, 
and from the Arabs he chose Quraysh, and from Quraysh he chose the sons of Hashem, and from the sons of Hashem he chose me, and thus I remain the choicest of the choice. Certainly whosoever loves the Arabs, then I love them, for they love me, and whosoever hates the Arabs, then I hate them, for they hate me. One of the things that we take from here is the importance of lineage. That importance of lineage is real. In our postmodern existence or our modern existence wherein for many people history has been lost and understanding of their family background has been lost. Uh, some of them, some people forcibly and some people just by negligence then lineage is not something that people pay attention to as much as they used to, especially in our American context, North American, United States of America context. Obviously, when it comes to the African American community in the United States, and that was a community that was forcibly removed from their heritage and their history and their lineage, and so it was lost, uh, forcibly taken from them, I should say. And in the case of the white American community in many cases that was also something that was lost as a result of the process of stealing African people's heritage in the sense that black people uh, is a created concept you know if, if one was to go to Africa you would not find black people quote-unquote you would find people of various lineages and tribes and clans and communities and countries and in order to uh, reasonably create this class of people that have no have their history taken from them, black people, then white people also had to be created. Whereas before, there were not white people. There were people who came from various backgrounds and cultures and clans and nations and so on and so forth. So in our context, history of lineage has been erased. And then you combine that with this kind of uh, borderline socialist egalitarianism that gets taken too far the, and then you know it, it this whole idea is just completely removed now the problem is the reason why one of the reasons why this comes up this erasure comes up chosen erasure comes up is that people misuse this and they abuse this and then they lord over others as a result of their lineage and of course that is a problem but the arabs at the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam their lineages were known and some of them were stronger than others, and that was known. And it was also known at the same time that your lineage is not going to save you. Your lineage is not going to save you. If you have it, you have it, and that's good. And maybe there's qualities and character traits that are associated with that particular lineage, but it's not going to carry you into the hereafter. And so there's a balance in this regard, as we'll see with the Shema'il of the Prophet them in general his character and his attributes and his traits and the way that he was there's always a balance and so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said man lam that the one whose deeds hold them back their lineage will not push them forward and so that's his reminder to a people who care very deeply about lineage and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam obviously also cares about it as we saw in these narrations but it's a reminder to the people who care about lineage that your lineage is not going to take you to paradise. Your deeds do. But the inverse of this narration also, if we were to think about it, the narration again is that the one whose deeds slow them down, their lineage will not speed them up. 
The inverse of it is that one whose deeds speed them up, their lineage may even carry them farther. And so it is important to recognize that someone, for example, who is a descendant of the Prophet them, has special merit if they are a good and righteous person. And a person who is from the lineage of any number of righteous people who have come, out, come to us in history, that is also important. It's also mentioned here in the end of the last narration that we mentioned that the Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever loves the Arabs, then I love them, for they love me. And whoever hates the Arabs, then I hate them, for they hate me. It's, you know, part of this is to understand that we should love in our hearts as an issue of Iman anything that's connected to the Prophet ﷺ. And so we must be careful. Sometimes we get into these different ruts and anti-Arabness might come up in certain pockets of the community and anti-whatever might come up in certain pockets of the community but anything that's related to the Prophet ﷺ is deserving of love again, disclaimers galore that doesn't mean that every Arab is a righteous person or a good person that's not the point the point is that the Prophet ﷺ was an Arab and so to hate the Arabs is to hate something that's intrinsically related to the being of the Prophet ﷺ and that's something that we would want to avoid so this is section 1.1 sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam